0: What is up everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew. And welcome back to Founders Journal, my audio diary made public for the world. This show gives you, the business builder, a backstage pass into building Morning Brew. My goal is to have you think better in order to build better and I want to start this episode by wishing everyone a very happy new year. 2020 was an absolute shit show, so I hope you took your much-deserved time to relax, to rejuvenate, and hopefully to find some silver lining in these last 12 months. And I personally am feeling particularly optimistic that 2021 is going to be a great year for all of us. So without further ado, Today's episode, I am talking about new Year's, new Year's resolutions and why I think New Year's resolutions are broken. Let's hop into it. So I used to set New Year's resolutions. I want to start by saying that. For probably the first half of my life, I was someone who would always start my new year with a new resolution. I'd get all excited about my resolutions and I would think about what are the things that I want to get better at personally and professionally. And what skills do I want to add to my arsenal? I always had some skill that I wanted to develop that was part of my New Year's resolutions. And so the typical year when I was doing resolutions would go something like this. I would set one resolution that would be I want to procrastinate less. I would set another resolution that I want to get back into photography. That was always a skill I wanted to build up. A third resolution would be I want to eat more mindfully because I eat faster and more than any other human being I know. And then the fourth would be something along the lines of, I want to read more. And so from the get-go, what would happen is I wouldn't be able to find the time to spend on all four of these resolutions. So literally day one, in this example, eating mindfully and photography would fall by the wayside. But hey, I had two resolutions left, so I kept it going. On the procrastination front, I'd start the year strong. I'd delete Twitter. I'd delete Facebook. I'd delete LinkedIn. I delete all these apps from my phone. So the friction to go on any of these social platforms would be much harder because if uh, there's anything I've learned from social psychology, it's every additional step you add to something, the less likely you are to do it. I would then download self-control, the app on your computer that allows you to to disable websites so that you can end up procrastinating while on your computer. And then I would create a daily to-do list in Notion or Google Docs or notes that I would check off each time I completed something. So that was the the procrastination New Year's resolution, and that's how I would start it. And then things would start similarly with reading. So I would ask college friends and work friends, what are the best books they had read in the last year? I would go to Barnes and Nobles, or I would go on Amazon more likely, and I would spend a hundred bucks on five to six books. And I'd crack my first book open a few weeks into January, And I remember vividly one year, like called in the last five years, I started the year with Walter Isaacson's biography on Steve Jobs. And then what happened next year after year with all of these resolutions is the same thing that has happened to me for the last 15 years. 92% of New Year's resolutions fail, and I am absolutely not the exception to the rule. Weeks would go by and little by little, I'd cheat my resolutions. I'd start procrastinating little by little, adding Twitter to my phone, but justifying it by leaving LinkedIn and Facebook disabled. And I would say that Twitter you know, was related to work, so I needed to have it. I'd get halfway through Steve Jobs' biography and I would lose momentum, either blaming it on boredom or too much other important shit going on with work or with life. But if I were to step back for a second and really be just reflective and honest with myself, all of this was excuse making. And I think there's something deeper and more fundamental that sits at the root of me failing in my resolutions and and why I no longer believe in the practice of setting New Year's resolutions. At the end of the day, a New Year's resolution is very simply the act or decision of building a habit starting on a predetermined date. And that date is the first of the year. And I'm not sure the last time any of you decided to create a new habit, but if you have recently, what you've realized is building a habit is hard as shit, whether it's losing weight, whether it's stopping smoking, whether it's drinking less, whether it's learning to code. This shit takes grit. It takes dedication. It takes a long period of time. And the, the hardest but most important thing to know is it takes significant behavioral change. When you build a habit that you don't yet have, it takes you doing something different than what you're accustomed to for many days, weeks, and months on end. And there's a reason that countless authors like James Clear, Charles Duhigg, Nira Yal, and others have literally sold millions of their copies around habit building. It's really hard work, and people are notoriously bad at it. But this is specifically why I think creating a New Year's resolution is bad. For starters, it's arbitrary. And I'm not saying that the decision to make a change in your life should be pre planned, but I believe this arbitrary annual date creates a fixation in people's minds that they can't work towards something specific any other day, week, or month of the year. People feel this attachment to this date, which creates justification or excuse making for changing something you want to change today. And to me, that is such a bad practice to get in the habit of is when you want to change something, you should feel the flexibility and the openness to change it whenever you want to. The other risk of an arbitrary date is that you make the decision to change quickly without really thinking through how to do it. So I'll give you an example. The classic boofed New Year's resolution is around going to the gym. Everyone says they want to go to the gym more in the new year, and they do to start. I remember experiencing this with my roommates in Manhattan year after year. I'd go with my two roommates to Crunch Fitness, and Crunch Fitness would be packed to the brim in January, like literally 100% full it'd be probably 80% full in the month of February. And by March, it'd be 50% full. And every month thereafter, it would drop off. By the end of the year, it was probably 25% full. And I don't think that people didn't want to actually go to the gym. Like I don't think that the, when the gym was full in January, that all of these people didn't want to build a habit around working out more. I just don't think people thought about it nearly enough. I think what happened was, and what generally happens with New Year's resolutions is people get to the last two weeks of the year, they start hearing others talk about resolutions, their friends, their family, and then they say to themselves, hey, I better have one of these myself. And then they decide on a resolution that sounds great, that's super aspirational, that if it's accomplished, it would be a massive accomplishment. But they didn't think about how they'd make it attainable. They didn't think about how they'd hold themselves accountable to the New Year's resolution. They just made it. And for me, that is the fundamental problem with New Year's resolutions. Not only are they basically goals to build habits that are made haphazardly, but by definition, a New Year's resolution is also set up to be unreasonable and unattainable. When people think about a New Year's resolution, they don't think about it being unambitious or this very specific time bound thing you're going to work on for a week. It's not, you know, me saying, I'm going to give up Xbox for a week. It's me saying, I'm going to get rid of all nonproductive distractions for a year. And because of the gravity of entering a new year, like we put so much weight into entering a new year. The ball drops, we have a party. It's this momentous occasion. People feel the need to match that with a new habit or behavior that is of equal weight or gravity. And as so much research has shown, that is exactly how a habit doesn't form. I'll give you one example for myself. I wanted this year to build a habit around writing. If I decided to create that habit as a New Year's resolution with nothing measurable as a year long goal, I would have failed so incredibly fast. And what I ended up doing was I joined a writing club at some arbitrary date in the middle of 2020. The club was called Ship 30 for 30. The premise was simple ship a 250 word essay every single day for 30 days and do it alongside 50 others that are holding you accountable to finish. And guess what? For me, that was even too ambitious and too unrealistic. I wasn't able to keep up with writing for 30 days straight. For all of us, what happens is we talk about building a habit. We're really excited about it. We get really amped about it. We have really good early momentum in the first few days, and then something happens. It's called life. Life happens we don't anticipate life to happen and life happening makes building new habits extremely difficult. And so, what ended up happening for me is I ended up writing an essay for 19 days straight and then found other things getting in the way, like work, spending time with my girlfriend, et cetera, all things that were great justifications, things that seemed really important, but things that stopped me from building that habit and writing for 30 days straight. So, to close, It's not that I think that setting an intention on New Year's is a bad thing. It's that I think the way in which New Year's resolutions are currently created and exist are a bad thing. They're constructed to make you set overly ambitious goals without the right frameworks in place to make hitting them possible. So, again, I've given my recommendation that you should set goals and habits. And you should feel free to do it at any point in a year when you feel like you've put the right thought into it. But if you are going to set a new year's resolution, it's something that you believe in, here's how I'd do it. First of all, I would set one goal, not four goals. So I wouldn't be like the Alex of old and set a goal for eating mindfully, for photography, for reading a book, and for working out. I would set one goal. And when you set that goal, I would make sure it aligns with your values as a person. Like what is the shit you actually care about that brings you fulfillment that makes you feel good, makes you feel whatever you define as successful. So for example, let's say your values this year in 2021 are to be more present in all that you do with loved ones at work and with friends. Make sure the one goal you set for yourself, first of all, is building a habit around presence. Let's say, for example, that habit you decide you want to build is to shut off your phone when you're spending time with family and friends. By the way, I'm saying this hypothetically, like it, it's potentially one of you. This is like the perfect example for me. I'm addicted to my phone and I need to be more present. And so let's say that's the habit you want to build. Okay. So you've decided a goal or a habit that is aligned to your values as a person. The next step is there are a few things you should do to make the habit stick. The first is don't make a year a goal. Don't make the year of 2021 your goal. Setting a new year's resolution creates this pressure to make it an annual goal that is going to set you up for success, or sorry, that is going to set you up for failure. Make it a one week or one month goal. Doing something different than you've been doing for one week is reasonable. Okay. So turning off your phone when you're with family and friends for a week, that is manageable. You can get yourself to do it because you can always see the finish line. Doing something different than you've been doing for one year is not reasonable. You are going to end up burning out and you're going to end up realizing that you can't sustain that behavioral change for such a long period of time. So make it time bound and make it reasonable. The second is add accountability to the goal. There are a lot of ways to build in accountability to forming a new habit, but it can be a person. So an accountability buddy who's going through this goal with you or someone who has taken it upon themselves to hold you accountable, even if they're not trying to create the same habit. It can be money where it can work in two ways. You either have to pay money when you don't follow through on your goal, or at the beginning of building your habit, you put money into a pot, let's say hundred dollars. And every day you fulfill what you said you were going to do, you take a dollar out. And by the end of say your 30 days, if you've put $30 in, you'll get all of your money back. If you've accomplished it, accomplished it, and the other way you can do it is you can hold yourself accountable to a benefit that you only get if you accomplish the goal each time. So say a benefit you want to set for yourself is being able to play, you know, one multiplayer Call of Duty game, attach something that you attribute value to to the thing you're trying to build a habit on. So if I am able to go without having my phone on with my family and my friends, maybe when I go home I can treat myself to playing one game of Call of Duty. So with that I want to be clear. I'm not anti-setting goals. I'm not anti-creating habits. I'm anti the, the expectation and the pressure that has been created around New Year's resolutions. They're broken. They need to be fixed because they are not set up in a way to be successful. I would love to hear from you all. What is your view on New Year's resolutions? Do you believe in them or do you think they're broken? Shoot me an email at alex@morningbrew.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'll share them in a future episode. Maybe I'll share them on social, but at the very least, I'll get back to you when you email me. Thanks everyone for listening and I will see you all on Wednesday. Happy New Year, everyone. Take it easy. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card.